What's good, real family? It's your boy Trader Reels from Real Last Conversations, and it's episode number 39. And I'm here with one of my close friends from New Jersey, Lex P, and she's here to talk some real ass conversation with me right now. I'm gonna pass it over to her. She's gonna drop all her social media platforms or her business pages. Let me hear some, Lex. <laughs> right. What's up, guys? Uh, I'm Lex. I'm Lex underscore love93 on IG. And business page is heartbeat underscore nutrition. We're located in Oakland, New Jersey. Stop by and get yourself a healthy shake, acai bowl, waffle, donuts, or energy tea. So what's your favorite thing? Out what, the whole memory. Yeah, yeah. At heartbeat. What's your favorite thing on the menu? I would say the strawberry cheesecake waffle. Ooh. And that's yeah. under 300 calories? And everything on our menu is under 300 calories. Yep. Ooh, okay. You got anything yeah. chocolate, peanut buttery, any, any? We any? have a Nutter Butterfinger. We have a Twix, a Snickers. uh Reese Oreo cookie cheesecake shake. We have a white chocolate Reese's shake. Okay, okay. I like them Reese's now. Yeah. I fuck with that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well... <laughs> Yeah, I, I love talking to Lex, especially like when we don't when we have talked for a long period of time because we can always get catch up and you know, I always feel like we have in depth conversations and she always give me a woman's point of view to where I can really understand it. And right now there are a lot of things going on in the world. But before we get into all of that, I sent Lex a list of things we're just gonna talk about. But I saw something on Facebook I have to address. And this is a post that was like. A girl was excited because she got, she finally got to hold her man's penis while he peed. So I just want to know, what is the fascination? Why do y'all like to do that? <laughs> and why are y'all so aggressive when y'all do do it? So was it done to you? Is that what you're saying? It, it, it was done to me before very aggressively. And it threw me off because it was just like, we, we got done doing what we had to do. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to the bathroom for my after bathroom sex pee. And she just she like, can I grab it? And I'm just like, uh, yeah. And she and she grabs it. I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Aim it first. Like, you can't just be, I'm not, I'm not going to just pick. I'm not getting into all of that. I just want to know, what is the fascination? Because when she did do it, the smile on her face was from ear to ear. So yeah, I need know the fascination with all of that. So um, I, I stayed away from this conversation on social media because <laughs> I've done it <laughs> because it, I mean it's cool like we don't have that so it's like a guy saying let me you grab know. you a pussy before you pee like well, like who who does that well no we don't we don't have to grab anything to pee we literally just sit there there's no like y'all be playing games y'all be whatever, no y'all like, have something to do when we kids we play games we growing those we just peeing we ain't doing right, trick but, shots you're saying as a kid because it's new to you, right? So we don't have one, so it's always going to be helicopter for us. <laughs> okay, but I've I've I no longer request it. You had your fill, I think so. Yeah, I had my fill. <laughs> had you your know? Okay, I mean, they're cool. I, I, they're things. As long as you had your fill with it, you know, I I just needed to we know. Don't have to play with i mean we got boobs but but boobs thighs what do you mean everything be moving yeah you see how you like 
it's fascinating to you because you don't have it. That's how women think of. Some, sometimes some women i don't know but y'all, y'all can do it not in the bathroom though y'all, y'all can just grab y'all can just helicopter it in the bed one time y'all know how to do it in the you bathroom gonna your, you gonna let your girl play helicopter because i asked to play helicopter and then tell me no. half the time a girl do it anyway like y'all just we're not, get, <laughs> we're not getting into all of that all right we, we getting a little <laughs> we getting a little too far deep into it let's, let's push back a little that's bit that's funny all right. So, um, can we also just address the fact that congratulations on the video podcast? You caught me on a day where I was taking my locks out, and um, that's my homeless lookingness. So, in the future, when we do this again, I'll make sure that I look uh, less homeless. I think you look good. Yeah. Uh, th- th- thank you for thank taking you the time to get everything mm-hmm. ready for this podcast. When I gave you an hour. In a, uh, I think two days in advance to get ready for it, but you know it's just neither here nor there. Okay, I understand. I know for next time. Yeah. So for my all next the other guest, podcast, I was homeless. So, so all my next uh, guests that are coming on, you're going to be on video. So be ready. So mm-hmm. I, I know you saw the verses last week. <laughs> so one, I did not stay up for the verses. You but saw the highlights. I did watch all of the highlights. Ooh. My question to you is: When did R and B get so gangster? Like, what, like I thought R and B concerts are supposed to be like sensual, soft for the ladies, you know. But it was real a lot of aggression going on that night, especially from Sammy. Especially for Sammy, and I was telling my sister the other day, Sammy was giving me the energy of that nigga that being in a group that tried to oppress a girl so he get real aggressive for no reason. And you'd be like, bro, see, like... I didn't see Sammy's. You said you ain't see it? I saw Mario. I, I didn't see Sammy's performance. He, I saw Mario talking hella trash. And no, in Mario's defense, he came in the beginning real smooth. He was just like, hey, respect to you. You one of the only people in our generation who left the group and did your thing on a whole nother scale. And this nigga, Mario, was just like, mm-hmm. nigga, fuck you. Play the music. I'm about to watch you right now. And then that's when Mario was just like, oh, we on that type of nah, time. Nah, he had dancers come out and everything. But, but my yeah. thing is, he, he's, he said he was going to do all that until, you know, it got crazy. But when Mario came off crazy, and and this is the thing, too. I want to apologize to you, Mario. I thought you was mm-hmm. going to get washed, man. I, I really did. Mm-hmm. Like, Mario has more hits than he do. But he just ain't he just corny. Like, he corny in real life. Like, that's that's, that's the sad part about it. Like, the watermelon, uh, too much. You know what I'm saying? I really thought that he was, I thought that it was going to be like a good versus because, you know, Omarion has like that persona of the unbotheredness and everything, especially with the stuff going on with his baby mom and the group and I'm just like, nah, like, okay, yeah, he a king. He unbothered. He not worried about that. He coming out to have a good time. And then I saw it and I'm like, yeah, nah, this ain't it. <laughs> this couldn't this couldn't be the same with Mario from it's, two years ago. And my thing is, it's like, he's not bad. It's just something about him. You ever have that person where you just like, there's something about you I just don't like. It's like, you a good person. I feel <laughs> like you good to your family, to your wife, to your kids. But something about you just seems off. And that's what I look, that's how I look at Morion sometimes. Cause it's just like every time I try to root for him, he do some cornball shit. 
And Mario just <laughs> and Mario just sang. Like literally, that's all he did. He didn't like he had like three hits that everybody knew, and the rest of the songs was all new. And he just sung it to a T. That's how you know like the motherfuckers who don't drink and don't smoke, who just like take care of their voices. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. sidebar. I also I, I saw the BET Awards, Jack Harlow performance. I thought it was great. I don't know whether you're a Jack Harlow fan uh, or not. It, it it was good. He actually had a he actually did it with Brandy. He uh, he had Brandy on a remix. Uh, you gotta watch it. It's pretty nice. But in some award shows, you can you can tell the people who take care of their voices. You know what I'm saying? Like the people who yeah. take care of their voices, they don't really have auto tune. And then if they do have it, it had a real like you know minimal scale. But the ones who do. They be off key or an auto tune just be too crazy where he's like you, you know that's not their voice. And to be honest, I heard Giveon's auto tune was went crazy on the BET Awards. But he still ain't sound bad. Well, I, I mean, he still ain't sound bad. But I feel like you know social media be so quick to drag your ass. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I feel like you get on that yeah. stage and do it. Like there was like a couple things people that was like off pitch, but Giveon Je- Je- already have like a unique voice, and I feel like it's not yeah. really meant for. Uh, it meant for a more intimate setting, his voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really can't see him doing like big ass crowds because I don't feel like his voice get that loud. But it could have been the equipment yeah, that's too. Could have been the equipment too. Well, it, it, you could kind of tell that it was like the auto tune in the background that kind of. Yeah, like sound, felt, if you like really listen to it, it sounds a little computerized. It sounds like somebody like was, was pushing off. the wrong like buttons on all. That's how it, it sounded. Like it was engineered to me, but that's that's me personally. But uh, yeah, getting back into that, like, I cannot be mad at Ray J. I don't care what nobody say. Ray J to me is a, just a likable person. Ray J is the opposite of a Morion to me. Oh, he is so corny to me. Ray J is not corny. He is hilarious and he is content gold. <laughs> Everything Ray J is on is like just money. Like, you can't say that, he is man. Corny. He's not corny, man. He's Stop it. Corny. And Ray J a thug too. That's why I said like they they was fucking with Ray J, but Ray J, Ray J really in the, in that in that shit. I mean, is he the so why why exactly do you like? I'm not even gonna say why do you like him. I'll ask why do you think he's not corny? Because <laughs> I feel like that's really Ray J. I feel like with Amorion, he tries to be cool. And he's not cool. And I feel like Ray J, like, it's different when you know somebody authentic, to, like, you know, authentic to themselves. And that's what I see in Ray mm-hmm. J. And I never really see, like, Ray J to me is a person who just tries and succeeds. Randy, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ever had a person who just succeeds because they actually, like, just try at it? Like, and he's not afraid mm-hmm. to look dumb trying. I feel like a lot of people be afraid of, like, you know, what people may think of them. But, like, this dude making, like, shades, earbuds, all this other random stuff. And he making money off of it, and I can't hate I all. I think that's his Raycon. That's what I said. I can't. I can't hate the man, and I personally find him funny. Like I personally find him <laughs> funny. I don't really find like like besides the Morion dancing. Like what what other what other stuff am I getting from this man? Okay, fair enough. I'll give you that. I feel like women do find him attractive, but like like all I can see like for me, I I can say he he could dance, and I feel like he okay at that. He okay. His brother looks better. Every girl say that, but like, still, it's like, get your brother off the fucking stage. Like, that's another thing. <laughs> yeah, get his <laughs> ass off the stage. Nobody wants to. Like, who told him to come up here? That's his only job. Was eating watermelon. 
I think I think they said the origins of that was they were on like IG Live or something, and his brother was eating watermelon, and all the girls was pretty much going crazy. Like they were having a conversation like this, and he was eating watermelon. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it could be sexy, like just watching a man eat fruit. Like mm, okay, yeah, but trying to incorporate that into a performance was a bit much. And I heard his concerts at the Millennium Tour be better. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I haven't seen him perform yeah. in person, but a lot of people were saying, like, yo, stick to the strip. You're doing way more than you, you normally do. And I feel like he really went in there thinking, like, oh, I'm this nigga. I'm that nigga. And I'm just going to, you know, just went off my catalog. And Mario said, no, nah, nigga. Like, <laughs> he said, y'all niggas sound oh, crazy. <laughs> He did. He was. He was like, "Yo, stop." Yo, stop. he was like, it's "He terrible. was like, Jeremiah, don't, man." And you know what? I actually, I feel bad. I made fun of Jeremiah, but I forgot he was on a ventilator for like a year and a half off of COVID last year. And maybe his his voice wasn't all the way there. His body wasn't to it. But I blame Amori on them for put him for setting him up like that. Like they set that man up. Y'all knew for a fact this I think man everybody was, was drunk. True, everybody was drunk, but but uh, Mario. <laughs> I don't, yeah, everybody would drink with Mario. I don't think Mario would drink. I think Mario would just like, these niggas really can't sing. Like, <laughs> like I'm about to get a check off this shit. Like, literally, like, Mario stock wrote, like, the two best voices of that night was Mario and it was Sammy, but it was like the, like, the tail of two coins. It's like, Mario stock re- rose, but I feel like Sammy stock kind of went down because it was just like, he's too much of a liability. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was really wilding, like, <laughs> that night. Like snatching mics, singing over snatching. What? Oh, see, I didn't see snatching that. Snatching mics, singing, singing over like singing over other artist songs. Like he's singing, like he, like he's singing. He's telling me, like, I can sing this song better than than you. Like I should have had that song. Like he was being disrespectful to the point where it's like, all right, bro. Like at first it was cool, but it was just like, bro, like take it down a few notches. Just a few. Yeah. I say talk your shit if you really bought it, I guess. If it means something to you or I mean if if you got it to back up, then go for it. I don't care. I felt like Mario, he had it. I didn't see any of Sammy's regardless of how if everybody's coming crazy, I'm not gonna fault him for being crazy too. Especially if Everybody like blood like his voice was backing it up. Pleasure P and Sammy was coming crazy, like aggressive, but they were singing well. The other motherfucker was just coming crazy as in, like, comedy. Like, <laughs> it was like, all right, this is too humorous <laughs> right now. But, all right, so <laughs> let's, let's go to the next topic. All right, so this is something else I've seen today. And this is the biggest topic right now. McDonald's. Oh, Lord. So there's a, there's a <sighs> video out there of a woman waiting for one of her baby fathers. And she says... I have four kids, and this man always bring McDonald's just for his kids. He is trifling. Watch, I'm going to catch him on camera. He pulls up, and she's like, what you got? A sandwich? And one drink? Yeah, for my son. You trifling. Started cursing him out, like, I'm going I'm to I'm get your camera. He was like, bro, what? She like, he, the dude was like, what are you doing? Like, you look crazy right now. And everybody going back and forth saying, you know, was he wrong? Was he right? What do you think? I don't think he was wrong. Um, I mean, you could do it. 
his child is his responsibility, not anybody else's. From a child standpoint, I could kind of see where, you know, a kid would be like, you know, well, he gets all the good snacks or he gets the good food and they would be a little bit hurt by it. But then you need to tell the other fathers to step up. Yeah, tell your dad to step up. Tell your dad to start being a deadbeat. That's what I'm saying. It's not not his responsibility. To me, he seems like a good dad other than the fact that he's feeding his kid McDonald's, but. (laughs) <laughs> and she said daily she said daily too she like he brings it to him daily i said damn <laughs> what a balanced <laughs> meal like, <laughs> and the funniest right. thing about it is like what took me off guard with her she was just, at the end she was like you you, you know I don't, I don't get my my food stamps till next week this is like all right so you ain't save your money up like well and, and where are these other people dads at you know what i'm right. saying like to me, that, uh, just that whole thing is crazy to me. To to me, <laughs> I it's I it's funny because I also saw other people saying like, "Hey, I would have brought the kids food to be petty and not the mom, so I can be so I can show the kids that I'm I'm the best dad out of all the dads." But I feel like that's just you know I don't know. I feel like like whatever you do is right. I feel like if you want to be a person to be like, "Hey, I want to get everybody something to eat," that's that's nice of you. If you just want to take care of your kid. Nothing wrong with that either. Like, you're not obligated. Like, this is a mother responsibility. It's her children. He's not with this woman. I understand. I think it would be different if he was dating her still. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he was, like, the last baby father. Like, like he was the last string. You know what I'm saying? He was still there. (laughs) Then, I can understand you'd be like, all right, I'm going to be the one to step up and be a man. But obviously, you can't keep a man. Let's be frank. Also that, but yeah, that's true. But at the same time, he did kind of get with her knowing that she had three other, four other kids. So it's like, why would you even shoot that club up? So Because sometimes those moms be out in a club one night. They don't tell you they got no other kids. They out there having fun. They have a kid-free night. They're like, ooh, I got my, the mom's babysitting the kids. So I'm having fun. Who's uh, who? We, I ain't talking about myself. I'm talking about the average adult. And I put money. If y'all girls had what we had, y'all be shooting up the club too. No, I think women are a little bit more responsible than that. Well, well, I'll say this: if you guys, if men were actually stuck with the children in situations like that, I feel like y'all would shoot up the club less. I don't know. I, I personally, mm. I, I I don't I don't think mm. that is true. But my thing is, I don't, mm. I don't shoot the club up. I say, pull out or wrap up. Do that, fellas. You know, stay out these streets. Mm. But <laughs> but going into the, the to pull out and wrap up, let's get a little serious now. So you know this whole Roe versus Wade thing going on, and honestly. Yeah. I woke up Friday and my I just saw social media going crazy. And I turned my phone off. I was like, I don't know what's going on, but these women are upset. So you know, I had some conversations, you know, with of course men, <laughs> of course men about the situation. But I wanted to get a woman point of view on it because I didn't know that you know it wasn't how it was explained to me. It was Roe Roe versus Wade was wasn't really ever a law put in the constitution it was just kind of like you know a case where it was like all right women have the right 
to get an abortion off of a case like I think in the 70s or 60s or something like that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And they base it off of the 14th Amendment. And the, I guess the court, the Supreme Court this time was just saying like, hey, back then it was offered often an interpretation of the 14th Amendment. And we don't think that constitutes that, you know, every woman should have a constitutional right to get to have an abortion pretty much. So after me, like, like me listen to that, my whole thing is like, what do you think is like the main, like, you know, the main issue women have with the Supreme Court in their decision last last week? Okay. Um, well, so I'm really indifferent about it. I do think that I feel like women are um, using abortion as a plan B and that's not okay. I think that there should still be protections for the women who are raped and don't say anything or who have a septic uterus or a ectopic pregnancy and they need to abort or incest or something like that. Um, For the people that's just like, oh, shot up the club again, girls, and have memberships to abortion clinics, I don't support that. But I do still think that there should be some protections um, in line for for women that actually need it or they die type situation. Like if you have a uh, ectopic pregnancy where your baby is growing in your tube and not your uterus, teeny tiny tube and a giant baby, like as the baby grows, you're going to bleed out into your abdomen and it's going to kill you. So the only way to stop that is an abortion. Um, but, but in the same sense, um, I think that the only reason why it was even overturned after all of these years is because white people are now becoming the minority. So I I, I saw that it said something about they want white women to keep their babies. (laughs) Yeah, they're becoming, and I forgot what the projections was. think like a hundred years or something like that they gave an actual date but yeah everyone would either be mixed or of color there's not going to be pure white people because of how how accessible abortion is that's crazy it's to to me it's just i'm indifferent about it too because like part of me is just like a you should be responsible, take care of your life. But another part of me is, is like, I don't know what shoes that person is walking in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like everything is so up to subject. Like I was talking to one of my coworkers today and he was just saying like, well, I feel like if you, if you'll kill your kid, then you might as well just put a gun in everybody's hand. I was like, I feel like that's so drastic. And he was just like, no, because it's like, if you, if you, if, if you're okay, killing a, 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 an embryo with a with a heartbeat or a baby with a heartbeat or something like that, then you're a bad person. Like he was like you're, you're killing like a, like a, like something like a life. So he's like I don't really agree with pro choice. And I was just like, well, there's so many things. I'm like, I mean, it's easy for you to say because like you're just uh you're a ad like you're a male who doing good for yourself. You have a woman like you haven't really been like you know you haven't been raped before. Like you haven't went through like half the stuff some of these girls go through. 
And you even bringing up the whole, like, you know, it being caught in one of your tubes and maybe, you know, tearing something. I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Like, mm-hmm. that it's up- very common. I know a lot of women <laughs> that had to go through that. And to me, it's just like, I can't tell a woman what to do. But, but can I ask you a question? Is, do you think it's more deadlier to have a baby or to get an abortion? Uh, as a black woman, might be. Ah, damn, that's kind of hard. That's a really good question. Because I want to know, like, because, like, he, my, my coworker always telling me, like, there's also, he, like, there's also, like, like, like a bunch of agencies out there that are, are willing to adopt the babies that people can't take care of. That's, see, are, that's bullshit. Bring I'm it down. Sorry. Bring, I, bring I it hate down when people it. use that. Bring it down. I, bring I it really down. hate that. Because I was telling him, I said, I don't, I said, I don't really know. I said, I said, I don't, I'm not that well versed in this for me to even give that argument. So I, I'm going to give you the floor. Look at the foster care system. They're overrun. They're literally, what, just today, didn't they find, what was it, four, was it 47 bodies in the truck for, uh, uh, sex trafficking Trafic- and yeah. all that other good stuff. Yeah, a lot of a lot of foster children fall into that. The foster care system is is overrun and shit, and that's the reason why. What was that big case that happened uh, during the pandemic? Gabriel. Ah, oh, oh, I forgot his name, but I mean he he was with his parents, and people were calling, you know, Dyfus and, and trying to get him at, and they beat him to death. Like he was in cages. He was, you can't make somebody be a parent or a good parent at that. There's really some sick people out here. Yeah. Just cause, just, just cause you sick want a kid people. don't mean you should have a kid. Yeah. Or people think that it's all fairy tales and, and, and pictures of social media. And they realize that no, it's really hard. Some people really lose their minds or some people are just trash and they abuse their, their children or they, molest their children it's really a lot so i think it shouldn't be a political thing now i'm not pro choice or pro-life yeah it's like i you sound you you sound like you're pro-circumstance you're pro-circumstance yeah yeah pro-circumstance because i don't i definitely don't think that people especially black people should be aborting their babies at the rate that they are where four times we pretty much quadruple white abortions isn't planned parenthoods isn't planned parenthoods only in black neighborhoods could be no no, that's no, 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 that's a that's a fact that's why i said like plan like they literally put planned parenthoods and you know, like poverty stricken our black uh, neighborhoods, because they want mm-hmm. us to kill our own kids. Like Planned Parenthood, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Planned Parenthood was like was like founded by a, a racist, like a, a, like a female racist. You know what I'm saying? Like she was a yeah, racist. It was a part of the eugenics, uh, not eugenics. No, yeah, eugenics. Yes, I think you said it right. Yeah. Yeah, the word of the day. So it was birth control. It was Planned Parenthood. Um, hell, a, a lot of the stuff, vac- vaccinations and stuff. We have black women have the the worst health care. 
I can go into a doctor with the same complaints as a white counterpart and they're taken seriously and I'm not. And I know that through experience. I was telling my, I was talking to my mom the other day about that. I was like, yo, I don't like white doctors. Like, and it's funny. I haven't had a black doctor yet, but the only, only, only a doctor I ever liked was Asian. Like the Asian ones be pretty cool, but the white ones, (laughs) I go in there and it's just like, I feel like they just doing procedure where he's like, they don't really listen to you. They just going down a checklist, like check, like like check one, check two, check three. All right, give me give me your forty dollars and leave. And I don't mm. like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like they actually care about you. Like I had an Asian doctor. He actually sat down and like would tell me about his life and stuff. And I was just like, damn, like this dude like really, really seems to care. Cause he was giving me like you know his own life experiences to like you know make me understand about what I was going through at the time. And I was like, all right, like mm. he's like he really want me to understand what's going on right now. And when you have when you when you know somebody been through where, you, where you've been through, we know when somebody's been through what you've been through, you feel comfortable with that person. But when somebody just like, all right, heartbeat, blood pressure, all right, sign this, you good to go. It's like bullshit. Yeah. It's hard finding quality care. It is. And especially for our community. But it it's it's really tough. My situation is I, I have um I have endometriosis, which wasn't even um diagnosed until two years ago. But I've been suffering from it since my teens. And, and what's that? So again? you know how so endometriosis is uh when you have scar tissue around on around your uterus. Um, so I don't know if you ever recall, like girls in high school, whenever they got got their menstrual, they would be like out of it, or they wouldn't come to school, or they would be in a lot of pain. Or to be, um, be in nurse office. It, yeah, it it gets really painful, and I was at the point where I was going to the hospital every month, and obviously they didn't take me seriously. They thought like, oh, she's just trying to get drugs or whatever the case may be. I'm like, no, I really feel like I'm dying. So. I mean, I would go to my doctor. I, w- I was doing the right things. I would go to my doctor, and they always try to throw birth control at you, which is poison. No- none of that worked. Um, and this one doctor was just like, yeah, well, you know, you should have a hysterectomy if you're in that much pain, like dismissive like that, meaning like to cut out my entire uterus. I would never be able to have kids if I wanted to or any of that just get rid of the whole thing if you're in that much pain instead of let's figure out what the hell is going on what's wrong there was no diagnosis of it they just was oh you're in pain are you are you sure how bad is it like you know questioning me so make you feel like you're mean, not, luckily makes I like you lying or making you feel like you're over dramatic or some shit That's wild. yeah and i'm like i know it can't be like this for everybody else i mean throwing up like it was really bad and luckily um somebody on facebook was just like oh you know what i'm going through the same thing or or she posted something about it and like i'm i private messaged her and i'm just like hey like can you send me the link of the stuff that you was talking about and stuff and she was just like yeah i go through the same thing like i didn't know how how many people actually have that or uh pcos or fibroids and like we have real life issues and we have to fight the pain and just go on through life and go to work and cook 
and take care of kids and clean and and do all of these other things. So I think that we got it kind of bad, but I still think that the healthcare system should really be trying to help us. No, and that's that's facts, but it's all a money game. That's 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 one thing I I kind of go back to the role versus way thing too. It just I just hate that you know a small group of people can dictate what a large mass can do. Like, even if it's like, you know, just state to state, I don't like the fact that, you know, like, uh, like 24 people can decide like 12 or 24 people, however many it is, can decide what that whole state does. And half of them, and most of them, and most of them be all white men. They're not, they're not in our demographic. They don't, they're out of the, out of the times. And just like, they shouldn't be dictating how we like should live our lives. But that also goes back to us and who we vote. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't complain and not be voting either. So, I mean, it's a it's a twisted game, but I feel like it's hard when you know that somebody has long money. When I say that, it's just like when somebody is like has so much history and politics and with people and have connections, it's almost like they have more resources to get to where they need to be than somebody who actually is preaching some stuff that's gonna make some true change. Because it's like you need you need money and finance to get to get your name out there. You gotta have you know, you gotta have uh, media exposure. You gotta have marketing. But sometimes when you're a smaller person, you don't got all of that. And it goes back to us, you know, just empowering the people who really are trying to do a difference in our neighborhood. So if you know somebody trying to do a difference in your neighborhood, like you know, really get behind that person and just you know, even if it's something small, just help them keep the movement going. Right. Yeah, I don't think anything like that should be politics. And we obviously know it has nothing to do with the protection of kids when they can't stop people from shooting up schools, can't keep kids safe. It has everything to do with power. And I mean, most of these men don't even know where the clit is to even be talking about women's bodies can't really help us in the healthcare field. Don't give us enough time off from work after having kids. You got to go back to work. No universal health care. Like it, it's it's all a sham. But I, I do have to adamantly say I don't think that people should just be out here going to the chop shop because they allowing people to shoot up their club and not taking the necessary precautions. So exactly, and a lot of people say like this is like the the gateway drug towards you know, pee like, you know, gay marriage rights against like banning of uh, like contraceptives and morning after pills, different things like that. Do you feel like that's he where it's going? That. Uh, yeah. After this, I mean, th- yes, absolutely. I don't, I don't think, um, as far as gay marriages right now, I think that white people are a little shook that they're about to be wiped. Like <laughs> it's, it's their white race is at stake at this point. So they're going to do whatever they can to make sure that they can prevent that. So if that means stopping two women from getting married to white women because they don't care about whether they're black or brown or anything. Um, but the contraceptives, if that's going to make them have more babies, then yeah. I think that that's not they too really, far They fetched. really want this nut. God damn. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of it's kind of creepy. Damn, man. Yeah, need that more than after pill. Need that more. <laughs> <sighs> you know, man, some some things they, happen, they man. Need some free condoms that they be giving out. Oh, they'll be the worst kind. They'll be them Dorexes. Nah, nah, I'd be. Yeah, I don't really. Uh... Welcome to Parenthood, Panda. <laughs> You in Texas too? Nah, I be using those. I be I be using them skins, yo. You know that's even that's even for those girls who are allergic to, to latex. That's for y'all too. <laughs> Wide <laughs> variety of things that I can do with that. But now I've been doing decent, oh yo. God. The skin's been doing decent. But uh, all right, so <laughs> we was uh, on on a serious topic. Uh, let's let's go on a on a lighter note. Let me find something. All right. It's actually not even a lighter note. It's actually something I was actually getting in a debate with my sister with. Do you feel mm-hmm. if you don't talk to your... You're in a relationship, right? I'm dating. All right. The person... I don't even want to say that. I feel like I feel like in the, in the, in the talking stage, this is a, a must. But say you're in a one-year or two-year relationship with a person, right? If you don't hear from that person for one day, how would you react? Like the whole day? Like the whole day, like. Uh, I I can't say that I'm that okay with that. And I've read everything where people are like, oh, it's codependency and all that other good stuff. But me, I'm probably just dramatic and I always think that something bad could happen or something like that so I would expect to hear from my significant other every day and it doesn't even have to be like oh let's stay on the phone or let's be on FaceTime or let's you know let's be texting back and forth all day but what if he what if he had what if he had a long day of travel what what, what if you date in a boss ass dude he got a 14 hour mm-hmm. flight to China, right? He get there, mm-hmm. red eye, he knocks out. That's about 24 hours. He ain't talked to you that whole day. Are you going to be upset when you know he out there handling his business? I'm more of a text me when you land type person. Like I don't I don't need to have a full-blown conversation, All but right. I do what the reassurance that uh, you're okay. I, I don't date outside my race, so I'll be dating a black man and anything could happen. Car accidents happen. Just anything. You just let me know when you right, land. Uh, all right, let me ask. It, 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 this is better for you, all right? Let me, let me. This is how I would do it. Because okay. future Miss Mabel, I'm, I'm going to let you know this before we even start dating. I'm going to need me one personal day. Wednesday, I don't need no communication. If you had a man that told you that, if you had a man that told you that, would you be upset about it? Or would you be like, all right, he told me that he needs one personal day to himself. It's Wednesday. I'm going to respect that. Or, or would you be like, what is this nigga doing on Wednesday? And why did he want that one day off? Okay. So let me ask you a question then. Go ahead. Before I answer your question, I, mm-hmm. I want to ask you a question. Okay. You said future Mrs. Mabel, right? Mm-hmm. So you're married. You guys have a house together. Mm-hmm. You 
how do you not speak to your wife for 24 hours? I mean, people work different shifts too. Like I know people that work two different shifts and you might see each other in passing. But if I, if I say, Hey, say we have, a, I can't even say all I, I'm trying to get this right. Mm, see, yeah, you. I no, think you're no. thinking, oh, yeah, dating-wise. but No, I ain't, I ain't talking about no dating. What? I feel, I feel like if you're dating, it's even worse than Because it's just like, all right, well, what's really going on? But I feel like if you with your partner and you know your partner, and he's like, all right, I need to date him myself. Or you be like, hey, I'm taking this day to be with the girls all day. I need, a, I need a little break. I will be like, all right, do your thing. I want my wife to have a life outside of me. I don't want me to be all of her joy. I want me to be part of her joy. I want her to have some vacation days with her friends. I want her to take time out to experience life with different people, not romantically, but like, you know, when it comes to just living life. And I don't feel like that's a wrong thing. And I don't feel like that's a bad thing. I feel like if a guy's like, hey, once a month, I'm going on a fishing trip with me and my buddies. I want this time to myself. I don't really want text during that time. Let me just say, let me, I'm going to say to say for, I don't, if it's a long time, like if it's more than two days, that's, that's wild. But for one day, like, Hey, I just want like no electronics, peace me and my fellows be fishing. If he tells you that and explains it to you, I feel like there should be no issues. I feel like if out of nowhere, he just don't talk to you, then there's an issue. But if you know a reason why, like, all right, like my, my man work hard, he do everything at home. All he wants is one day, one day a month. I See that I don't I don't see I don't see an issue with it in that aspect. But if you're talking about oh he's traveling for business or something like that, like my my dad he used to go on fishing trips with his dad. My mom didn't give a fuck. We don't look. We don't really want to be up under y'all. Y'all annoying as hell too. Like sometimes we 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 appreciate not needing to be up under y'all all the time. So no, that's a perfect time for us to go out go get brunch with our girls and stuff like that. I just think that for me, it's a security of it. Like just, Hey, we don't even have to talk. Just, Hey, I landed going to bed. All right. Love you. Bye. Peace. Like it don't have to be no conversation. I don't need to know how your day was. If you need a day, you need a day. It's completely fine. But if you're saying you're going to be out, out of the house or traveling, getting on planes, getting on boats and stuff like that, no, I, I want to know that you're safe. I think that that's fair. I can, it's I, not I, a conversation. I can respect that. I was going to say, a quick just, text, because if you're going to be on social media, which most of the time y'all are, anybody is anyway. What if his phone died? What if his phone died on, on the flight? Okay. And he, well, and he forgot his charger. And he forgot his, I'm just saying things happen. I'm okay, just saying, things happen, yes, but I would still want to know when you land, like, shoot me a text i'll probably be asleep i don't know i like my sleep or i'll be out or whatever but just that peace of mind in the back of my mind is like i know he's okay to me that just makes all the difference it's respecting because you want to protect black men of course my friends are like that that? you see that you see that right there black women fellas protect them protect them goodness my literally my friends i i do that to my friends too um i guess it's it could be a me thing but that's just not gonna stop my friends if we're all out somewhere i don't care who got the farthest drive i'm staying up until you get home and then i'm going to sleep or whatever just shoot me a text at your home you don't gotta call me my friends they send me little 
<laughs> the little house emoji. Baby D, she sends the one with the tree. My best friend, Samir, he sends me like the little crack house looking one with the boarded up windows. Yeah, he sends that one. And cool, I know I'm good. I'm going to sleep. It's lit. That's it. All right. I appreciate your time today. I don't want to make this mm-hmm. podcast too long. I know I got you out here late and you wasn't fully prepared, but you made time for <laughs> your boy and I appreciate that. I not anytime. Yeah, I always enjoy having you on and we definitely want to have to do this again. And I definitely will give you ample amount of time and information on what we will be what 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 will happen during the podcast. So I don't want to throw any curveballs at you or anything like that. <laughs> but I really think you did open my eyes up to a lot of different things, especially with the Roe versus uh, Wade case. Uh there was like a march going on down here, like downtown Dallas. I was getting like real hectic and it's serious, you know what I mean? And I feel like at the end of the day, like you shouldn't be able to talk, tell anybody what to do with their private parts. Like it's like, if it, like you don't own, like you don't have it, it's not yours. Mind your business. But that's just my personal opinion with that. But, uh, should be your boy. Vasectomies are covered by insurance, by the way. Say yeah, it again. So y'all know. Vasectomies are covered by insurance. If y'all are worried. But y'all want that nut though. Y'all want kids. Don't y'all, y'all want us to, to get the snip snip. It's reversible. All right, man. You want to drop your social media? You want to drop your social media? Oh, that's funny. Social media IG is Lex (laughs) underscore love nine three. Business page is heartbeat underscore nutrition. And I'm going to (laughs) drop all her information underneath as well. Also, support this podcast. Please support. I want to keep this thing growing. I want to keep adding more things to this podcast. So go to my Patreon, www.patreon.com slash RAC podcast, or just go to my cash app. It's a cash in Trade with Mabel. However you want to do it, but I will appreciate any contribution. It will go straight to this podcast. I promise. But it should be your boy. It's been real. Peace. Peace.